doing? An Imperial robot is searching for the Rebel base. It's Kenner's new turret and probot playset. You have to put it together. Let's check it out, Chewbacca. <laughs> Keep me covered with all laser cannons. Action figures each sold separately. You can move Han Solo with the action lever and knock out the probot. We got him, Chewie! Yeah! Now they know where we are. New Turret and Probot playset from Kenner's Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Action figures each sold separately. And here we go. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith. We'll rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened geek covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 219 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Araj Dolachahi, and my co-pilots this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos Buarguayo, the man we call Crunch Crunch, Mr. Lesses. Sipping on some tea. Some hot tea. That too. Damn. Uncle Iroh over here. <laughs> Uncle Iroh, the dragon, the white dragon of the no, fire. No, 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 no. The dragon of the West. There you go. Sorry. Awesome. He's part That's of the White awesome. Lotus. We Dragon just, we of the just West. legit broke the ground here. On yeah, wait, why don't I know what the hell you're talking by about? By talking Avatar. about Avatar The Last Oh, Avenger. okay. Hey, King Tom, did you know what was going on? No. Okay, me either. <laughs> Uncle Iroh, dude. That's awesome. The man we call the king of all pods, the man whose network we're on, the King Tom Podcast Network, Mr. Tom Chansky. How you doing, buddy? I'm late for tea time, I guess. Nice. As in oh, drinking God. tea, not go- I don't golf. So yeah, my- I don't golf. Either. I'll bring the I'll bring the crumpets. Ooh, the crumpets. You know my my sister got married a few years ago at this really fancy place in upstate New York. It's like a bed and breakfast. They had like we we check in. Tea time was on the menu. Like tea time. What's tea time? But my daughter wanted to see what it's about, so we went down there, and it's this like dining room, and they have tea, but they had this whole spread of like cookies and muffins, and it was good. It was yeah, like stuff I've the read, extras right. in your pockets and take them back to your room. That's and right. Later good. And I would have done that too. Yeah. <laughs> I would have found a bag. Yep. So yeah, tea time. A bag is inside and just start knocking treats yep. into that thing. <laughs> just take plates. King Tom's oh. like, baby, baby, open your purse. Open your purse. <laughs> I'm going to shovel these in there. Oh, yeah. I would have. <laughs> just stuff you a, If they would have gave you like a tote, like a swag bag or something. Everything it's like when you go to all you can eat sushi, bag. you've already stuffed yourself and you're like dying, but. If you don't eat it, they'll charge you for that shit. You just yep. put it in a bunch of napkins and stick it in your your wife's purse. Sneak <laughs> some tiny Tupperware and you start sliding it into that. Yeah. I know somebody like, that does that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you order to go, something to go, like a roll or something like that. They'll give you the big old styrofoam box and you just kind of just shove the rest yeah. in there. 
Have you done that before? The way out. You have done that? Yes. Oh, shit. Good for you. It's not a bad idea. That's man. not bad. These, these are all hacks, people. Did yeah. we forget about Eric? Like, we didn't even introduce him. Yeah, it's fine. Did I even call Eric to get on here today? No, it's okay. We're already too far in. Forget about it. <laughs> this, is, this is unsanctioned activity by Les and I. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is, what are you guys this is all a You guys are poop. putting a P in protest? Yeah. <laughs> you better put this on YouTube so they can see my straight up mm, mm, mm look. Should we put a tweet out and, you, and see if they'll vote if we should get Eric in this episode? <laughs> Make him feel Shaking bad. Shaking my head Absolutely. at no, y'all shouldn't do that. Look, you guys just cheered too. Just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. By the way, uh, Eric, our friend, El Hombre. Left us. Left us for band practice. Practice? Practice, man. Talk about practice. Talking about practice. No, we're just kidding. You're El Hombre, and you're over here talking about band practice. That's right. There it is. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. I apologize. Wow, that's the first time anybody other than me called him El Hombre, by the way. I think Rick Villanueva called him El Hombre once, but well done, Les. No, unfortunately, Eric can't be with us tonight because he has a big gig coming up. And he, they have a ton of songs they have to prepare for. And this is the only day the six band members could do it. Well, we'll have them back next week. This weekend, Star Wars will be done by one Tom Chansky. I'm sorry, Eric. King Tom. That's okay. You're oh, always great. Thunder-stealing Tom Chansky. <laughs> right. <laughs> Eric can have it. <laughs> Wally Pip. Eric's brother's going to be Wally Pip. No. <laughs> Here comes Lou Gehrig up to that. Right. <sighs> So unfortunately, no extra others. But how is everybody else doing? King Tom, I'm going to start with you. How is life? It's all right. Work is busy. I voted last week. I had to wait 90 well minutes in the line, which wasn't bad. It moved, but it was like one of those things you see where it was like down around the plaza, around the building right. in the you know back yeah. parking lot. But uh, it, it felt good to do it. I've been seeing that on CNN and different channels that some uh, some lines are up to two, three, four hours. Some are lines five. are up to eight hours. Some are up five, to five, yeah. Yeah, five crazy, yeah, crazy. It's not a crazy. But record turnout, which is great to hear yeah. in, either way. Here in Ohio, it's we've had more people request absentee ballots before any time before. More people vote in person than at this point any time before. And more ballots have been requested and people vote early than either candidate got in 2016. Wow, that's uh, great news. At least people yeah. are At voting. Least we mobilize and people are voting. Yeah, we don't. Know yeah, the outcome, fantastic. That's. I mean, great. I'm hoping for a certain. We're hoping outcome. for a certain yeah. outcome. Yes, that yeah. will ease a lot of our fears, or at least I don't want to say fears, but it definitely it, will be peaceful. It'll take my can. mind off of Vancouver. You're moving yeah, to Vancouver. Move to Vancouver. Hey, there I'm you just go. saying. I've been on the internet. Canucks fan. Here we come. Yes, right. A. <laughs> How are you, Les? How are you doing, buddy? You got to turn out to be a lot nicer pretty soon. I know. I can't talk shit at <laughs> yeah. all. You got to be a nice guy for a while. <laughs> I know. It's Canadians. I love them. You're that dumb. You're all right? You're doing all right? You look very clear. Like for the people that watch us on YouTube, we'll do this this week in Star Wars on there. You look very clear and crisp. You don't have laundry hanging from the walls. You don't see a towel No, nope. the closet. Well done. And, and I'm sipping my tea with my pinky up too. Boo, how you doing? I'm good. No stories? Nothing to tell? Everybody's... A okay. Stories about what? I don't know. Just make something up to make it make it fun. Go ahead. Go ahead, Les. Nothing. No, nothing entertaining. <laughs> See what happens when Eric's not here. Usually he has a story about butt plugs. Okay, yeah, he wants to talk yeah. about Eric is an adventurous. Just, he, in, he is the key. He's a component very to the guy, storytelling here, you know? of course, in the intro. Damn it. Okay. Well, I have nothing either. We're flat. Yeah, we're flat. Let me give out the shenanigans before we get into all this crazy weekend geek. Check us out on the SithList.net, where you can listen to all the episodes 
You can check out all our videos that we put up on YouTube. Please go on YouTube and subscribe. We're trying to get as many as we can. You can go to our Pot of Forward page with podcasts like the Pop Culture Hour, the Bad Motivators, Force Toast, Cancel by Dispatch, Star Wars Spelt Out, Geek Dudes, Sisters with Sabres, all those great Star Wars podcasts. Please check them out. Rogue Rebels, by the way, check those guys out. We love those guys. Sal, we love you. Did I say Steel Wars? Yeah, it does. You don't need to. I don't need to. We plug him anyways. It's assumed. Shit ton, huh? It's assumed. <laughs> it's assumed. He gets the blame for Nabu. Exactly. So yeah, every time right. Nabu happens, Steel Wars gets a plug, a, a shameless free plug. Is Steel Wars on the Tom Chansky podcast network? Did we find that out? I, I, Tom, Tom did you no sign him? Network. I'm anti network. That's so network that you said you're exactly, anti-network. Yeah. That's like saying, I'm not punk rock, but I really am. Like John Lydon. I'm not most, punk rock. Dude, you're punk rock. Most most monarchs are all about colonization and King Tom is not. Right. Like exactly. That. There you go. It was a progressive king. Let the people have their podcast. There it is, man. Wow. Make it eat okay. cake too. But wow. he's holding on to the title. <laughs> well, <laughs> just, just as he's long like, as I'm you not don't benevolent. Come on now. The absolute power in the name. Yeah. The, yeah the exactly. title and the absolute power. Definitely. I, I just want the name. <laughs> all right. You got the it. Crown, the crown is mine, but y'all. Yes. Well, it's time to make the king a little bit happy because we're going to get into the box office. And this week, we're not going to say that Tenet. Hold on. Fuck Tenet. Is number one. Woo-hoo. It's number two at 2.1 million. The number one movie in America. Robert De Niro's back on top with a whopping 3.6 million. The war with grandpa. Well done, De Niro. Well done. Hocus Pocus still at number three at 1.2 million. New Mutants a whopping $705,000. So there's your top four or three or whatever the hell I just said. <laughs> Anybody else watch anything this week? Almost and? finished The Boys. It eight episodes, right? Yeah, I, I, I have finished, not finished it. It is eight episodes and I've finished The Boys. My brother is very, very much into it. I'm on episode eight. I got about maybe like 17 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Oh, episode eight. Yeah, really good? Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. I'm behind on Lovecraft Country. I didn't watch the last episode. I hope it's good. Les is shaking his head. Does that mean it's not good or it was good, but I'm something sad my head happened? Is because how are we? Uh, let's just say this now. Let's have this discussion. How are we supposed Les to? Les is very talkative today. I like it, right? We'll talk about. Like he's very. Things. Eric, maybe Eric brings Les down a little bit. Lovecraft Country, this episode, this past episode, I know I said the, uh, the other one, two episodes back, was the best episode. This one was damn. Like. Man. Was this the season finale, Les? It should have been. Next episode should ramp up. It should finally just cap it right there. But it okay. was gotcha. damn good, man. I started watching a rewatch of West Wing because the elections are coming up and there's going to be two or three episodes of them at a table read, but all in full costume. It's not really a table read. They're doing it as a play in a really nice theater. All the original cast is coming back for a voting thing. It's going to be next week, I believe, on HBO Max. So if you're a West Wing fan, definitely have to check it out. They're doing three episodes, and the three episodes were about voter suppression, I believe. They're going back and they're redoing it. And the person that's playing John Spencer, who played uh, Leo, is Sterling K. He's playing John Spencer's part. He's going to be doing the chief of staff for Bartlett, which is Martin Sheen. So I can't wait for that. So I've been watching West Wing, pretending that that's our president again like i did back when the west wing was out i've been watching schitt's creek still i've put a pause on parks and rec but i'm not giving up on parks and rec because no 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 i'm no listen i've been trying to push parks and rec with lorena but she's so in love with schitt's creek right now i can't get her to change the channel 
when that's so I can't get her to watch this over that. I did finish Cobra Kai season three, and wow, I'm three. sorry, season two. I finished season three in my head. It was great. <laughs> Just want to let everybody know. Head cannon. My head cannon. Season three is fantastic. Season two ended. I won't spoil it for anybody. Wow, what a last episode! Holy shit, that was awesome. This it was awesome, and it was back. sad, and I can't wait for the next season. Uh, I can't wait for that. So that's where I'm at. Anybody else watch anything? No. <laughs> At all? I'm uh, in the middle of season six of my Lost Rewatch with my daughter. How's that going? It's going great. Uh, we just watched the one um, where Hurley meets Libby and they kiss and he flashes back. And it's just kind of fun because she doesn't know it, she doesn't know what's going on with the flashes in that season. Right. And it's kind of fun watching her guess oh, what's so happening. Cool. And it just it's very emotional watching, even though I know what's going to happen because I'm not, you know, I'm not concentrating on, on the mysteries or anything like that. Seeing what the character's going through. It's I've done right. other watch rewatches of the show, but it's just hitting me in a different way this time. It's funny. You said that because when I was watching West Wing and there was a jaw dropping moment where this, the West Wing was done from 1999 to 2007, I believe 2008. Mm-hmm. Well, in the first season, they talk about viruses and mm. one of the characters, Josh Lyman, was talking, Bradley Whitford's character said, the next war, the next world war will not be with weapons. It'll be a virus that hits somewhere like New York City. And not only will you'll have to quarantine. Aaron Sorkin wrote that uh, show, by the way. Aaron Sorkin was describing exactly to a T what was going on right now in, the, in today's world. That's crazy. And the next episode we watch, they're trying to hurry up and push through a confirmation for Supreme Court justice. So Lorena is looking at me. I was like, it's crazy. So crazy, man. Were you watching The Simpsons? I was not. I was not. I was not. They predict everything. They do. They're very... Well, you have a thousand episodes. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) a few things right. (laughs) Pretty good. uh, Pretty good shot in the dark. More stuff here with the box office. We talked about Regal cutting all their stuff down last week. Yeah, so it looks like AMC is really struggling and their cash reserves are super low. You read this, Boo? I did, I did, yeah. So it looks like they're making it known that the struggle is very real for them, that they have enough cash reserves to make it through this year, but most likely not through early next year. <sighs> and they're saying that the studios seeing, you know, with Tenet and stuff like that, uh, new Mutants that they're open. 80% of their movie theaters are open nationwide, but it's limited capacity and there's not that much to get people inside the theater. Well, we're, we're looking at it right now, right? Gran- exactly. The War with Grandpa, 3.6. Yeah. yeah. You see what's in the theaters. Nobody really wants to go. They're saying that's what the real struggle is and they might not make it into next year. Oh, so, And that's the largest movie theater company in the world. If the MC goes down, it's movie, all done. It's all done. It's, yeah. the, the, the entire movie industry is shot. I wonder if well, the there's, theater industry there's some kind of bailout that can happen. Well, most likely a bailout will happen. Well, maybe not because people might not see it as that important of a thing. Right. But I'm sorry, Les. What did you say? Oh, yeah, the movie industry. They kind of work in tandem. Yeah, they do. You know, they, right. the projection of, oh, this movie's going to make a billion dollars is because the theaters are open. You know, their, their ticket price is set to, you know, whatever, $11, $13, whatever it is. That's what the studio makes, you know, because the concessions is what the theater makes. So if people aren't going to watch it, 3.1 million, that's not gonna that's not gonna cut it for anything. I was talking to my roommate about this that hopefully theaters do make it, but the what's ones that are still around, the only movies that are actually gonna be there are be for sure winners. 
just 100% this is going to make you know at least cover what it made to to you know the cost of making the movie and then probably some extra there's the, there's be very few independent movies people aren't going to take risks on anything i think it's going to get a little sparse as far as quality mo- you know quality movies coming out in the next couple of years until hopefully things come back if there's something to come back to right well i know disney is restructuring their entire corporation right media conglomeration whatever you call it. conglomeration is that a word think Tom? Conglomerate, so. conglomerate, 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 yeah. and and we'll talk about that later in the podcast, and that's pretty crazy, and it's gonna mean a lot to all the stuff that we talk about, Marvel and Star Wars. It's time for the King Star Wars Report. Probably the biggest item in Star Wars news this week came out earlier today when our friends Noah and Corey from Kessel Run Transmissions reported that Lucasfilm will produce a Disney Plus show featuring the team of uh, Bo-Katan and Cara Dune. Mm. Um, They're going to bring back Katie Sackhoff and Gina Carana. Are you sure they're bringing her back, King Tom? Well, here's the thing. I I love the concept of the two of those characters because I think it fits in a number of ways. I like the idea of someone from Alderaan, a survivor. Mm -hmm. But Gina Carano has just taken some very questionable issues in terms of masking and response to COVID. And she's outright been transphobic and just offended a wide group of the Star Wars audience. And I don't know if it's a smart move for Disney to put something with her as the lead out at this point. Right. And I wonder if this decision was made before all of this craziness has happened and Mm -hmm. things that she has said. And I know that some people don't like her political views. Her political views aside, she can vote whoever she wants to vote. That That's fine. The stuff right. that she has said that has come off transphobic has been awful. And the outright just ignoring science has been horrendous, too. So, no, I, I understand completely why people are losing their minds on her. And I wonder if this is going to actually get, get off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, things happen all the time, right? Like. These ideas are all out there. There's, I guarantee you, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of ideas out there that are going to be coming out soon. This is one of them, but they could easily just put the stoplight on this thing, right. which is how not many, little. It's, how it's, many it's, other it's huge. things that at one point were in production or something that was planned didn't happen? Right. Tons of things. And all it takes is Disney just to, to be worried about it. And they have every right to because the things that have come out are, are not good. It's interesting news. The concept, you're right, King Tom. I love this. I think it would have been cool. I mean, I like her character. Her character is mm-hmm. great. Strong female lead. Not the typical body type also. It just sucks that when we get a character like this, something like this happens where mm-hmm. it screws things up. Yeah. And the yeah. problem is, is it's really hard to divest from that. You know, it's really hard to. Yeah. It's going to season two is going to be hard to watch. It's, it's really yeah. tough to be able to say, well, I'm just looking for the child. I just want to, I'm going to watch Mando for the child. And then every time her character pops on screen, people are going to cringe and outright be pissed off. And I mean, maybe it helps fuel. Maybe people start a hate club for the character too, but it's just, yeah, it it gets complicated real quick. If these rumors are true, does this mean that she's going to obviously going to survive the season? Mm -hmm. Right. There's also rumors that Bo-Katan is going to be in this season yeah. as well. Yeah, that's been reported in a few different places. So Interesting. They probably Interesting. They, they meet here and then the ideas spin off, spin them off into something else. Let's yeah. just hope Katie Sackhoff doesn't 
because she's a goddess. No, she's had enough time to do something stupid, she and she has not. So with Battlestar Galactica, as far as sci-fi goes, you know how I feel about it. So if she's going to play, you know, she's she's definitely the first for me. She's the first lady of science fiction at this point. What, not Sigourney Weaver? How dare you? No, nah, man. Dare her you? range and her as for someone. Who, Have you not sucks. seen Avatar? Have you not seen her in Avatar? Less someone who gets typecast. Let's be honest. Katie Sackhoff gets typecast because she's almost always in her better stuff is always in something that is just science fiction based. And no, she's great. Does I love it. She's great in everything else too. So I just hope this doesn't bring her down. It ain't gotta bring her down. It'll, it'll bring her up if anything. Right. Anything that Disney Plus is gonna put together, Star Wars wise, I'm down for. You know, to be honest, I haven't turned on the app unless to. It was to watch Mulan, and then yeah. before that, it was maybe Endgame because I was I had I had, mm-hmm. a, I had a hankering to have my heart ripped out. But bef- but that had been you know months apart, sparse kind of thing. So the fact that we get anything, although it is with certain people who are uh, you know you can have your opinion, you can have your opinion. It doesn't mean you have to share it, right? It if you want to, if you want to yeah. think stupid things, think, yeah. go right ahead. Go for Just it. Just don't share. spurt it out. No. No, don't so, yeah, offend I, I, other people. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Don't question other someone's people. right to exist. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, like you guys have been saying, the concept, you know, the characters are cool, but mm-hmm. some of the people involved. Are- well, you know what's so unfortunate, though? It What a crazy roller coaster. The high that we got with Celebration, and then now it's just gone so low for her. Just Nose so quickly, down. so quickly, things can change. Yeah. So that was the big thing today. Um, something else that hit this week, and this I saw this on Star Wars News Net, but production list from the Film and Television Industry Alliance. They kind of maintain a database of projects that are going to be, begin production and start dates. Okay. They say that Star Wars Andor will start production on November 4th. Production will take place in Los Angeles and England. That could be pre-production, shooting B-roll, um, right. second unit, stuff like that. Uh, because we've heard, you know, the principal actors aren't aren't scheduled to begin shooting until early next year. But that's yeah. exciting to know that it's going to be underway in a matter of weeks. Right. That's exactly what's going going down. When I got the opportunity to go see The Mandalorian being filmed from a spot um, right above where it was being filmed, none of the leads were there, and they were there for a good two, three weeks. Right. So there's a ton of stuff they can film and get ready before the leads get there before the main character and it's interesting it's called andor not yeah, Cassian. That, that's I, what they have listed on this site could change but who knows or i wonder if they're going to go to endor so it's andor and endor andor and endor i don't think that's happening is it and there i think there's a species called the keldor the keldor hmm. although that may be an eu thing sounds like a sitcom <laughs> what, what what was that this sounds like a sitcom and before oh, i thought you said something andor and endor with keldor <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then there, and if, then if hold the door. If you if you're from the, the New door. York New Jersey metro area, there's like a Kmart type store called Caldor. There you go. <laughs> that was for you, Johnny Grasso. Okay, and then and before we continue, so what, what what was the database called, King Tom? The Film and Television Industry Alliance's production list. Can we start doing alliance instead of like association? National mm. Basketball Alliance. Alliance. I like the alliance. You know, National Security Alliance. The King Tom Podcast Alliance. Yes, because I think that is so much better <laughs> than association. It is, is better. Yeah, it is. That better. is the shit. Alliance. You can't abbreviate <laughs> it as ass. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Alliance. Well done, King Tom. Well very done. Good. Very good, Eric. You're fired. 
<laughs> no, no, Just no. I love you, Eric. Uh, speaking of how the Mando began production without any of the principal cast there, that was a topic that came up in a variety interview with Pedro Pascal that came out today. Mm. Uh, it was just a background piece on him and his career because he's going to be in, in Wonder Woman. They talk about that. But Pascal had a few interesting things to say about the Mandalorian, about how you know he works with the, the two stunt performers on who's going to do what, about what it's like to get into that character. Considering the fact that he's always wearing a helmet, uh, he, di- he did acknowledge that you know, anytime he talks to anyone about the show, they always want to talk about the baby. And also, he said, you know, he met with John Favreau and Filo- I think Filoni was there too early on to talk about the project. And he said he knew that it would be huge. Oh, wow. And he was absolutely right. Interestingly enough, um, in this article, I, I found no mention of the thing that was going around YouTube a few months back that said that he was pissed and wanted to leave the show and hated it. Mm. Not only that, that he did leave the show. Yeah, he, he's gone. He had to be convinced to yeah. come back. Right. So, uh, no, it was a very <laughs> positive article. Um, didn't really say anything about what's to come, but it he seems like a really cool guy. Right, right, Somebody right. Somebody you just want to hang out with. So that's that's on Variety. It should be up on their website for a while. So that's great. Out. He's awesome. I love that guy. And if you want to go on Twitter and follow someone and learn how to behave and to represent yourself and a fandom, Go to Pedro Pascal's Twitter, and that's how you're supposed to do it, people. Yeah. And I remember thinking that back when we were at Celebration, because he was he was on the panel. Like, he radiated that, I am happy to be here. I am one of you. This is a great show. And that's the type of thing you want to see. Same thing with Carl Weathers. Yeah. He was great to see at Celebration. He was. And, and Gina Carano was also. She was yeah. also uh, very excited and very happy and couldn't believe that she's in it. That's why I was so happy for her. And now mm-hmm. she's... Taking a big dumpster fire, but right. But other than that, the the Mandalorian uh, season two promotion is underway. The mm. official Star Wars site released uh, for a set of four Mandalorian posters: one with Baby Yoda, one with the Mando, one with Grief, and one with Cara Dune. And a set of I, four or a set of one, King Tom. Oh well, I don't know. It looks like there's natural breaks between. How and dare it, you ruin name my, the rap you, album? How dare you? <laughs> yeah ruin my mashup of that that is poster. a very nice mashup thank you and I, buddy i think i saw it was it uh steel saunders of steel wars he tweeted today uh, there's a group of these posters uh, put up in la already oh wow really yeah that's cool so they're really they're starting to promote it and uh, it'll be interesting to see how it re- it's received because I, do, I don't know if we covered this last week uh, but they announced that all of the new episodes are coming out on Fridays, and there there will not be a break between episodes. From this point on, it's 15 days away. Yeah. I cannot wait. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, the final bit of Star Wars news I have comes from two new Star Wars books that are out this month. Uh, and they're You've both more behind-the-scenes book. They're not you know anything that advanced the Star Wars story. One is called The Star Wars Book by Paul Cole. Horton, Pablo Hidalgo, and Dan Zare, and the other book is Star Wars Fascinating Facts by Pablo Hidalgo. These are interesting, and I don't—I can't tell you which item comes from, from which, which book. book. Um, but they—it's ha- a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff and in-universe lore. Some of the interesting parts are uh, they had some information about George's idea for the the sequel trilogy that he developed before selling Lucasfilm to um, Disney, and in his I idea he had planned for luke skywalker to die in episode eight yeah 
So did, did you hear that, Star Wars fans? Yeah, yeah. That 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 might be shocking news to to <laughs> other people, right? But I think. Uh, and then something else that was was even more interesting in George's original outline, Ray was a at first a fourteen year old girl named Taryn, and then in later versions of the story, she he renamed her more than a few times. First to Thea, and then Winky. Say what? And then Winky. that that was Winky. That was George's last name for the character of Ray, and then. When JJ and Michael Arndt started writing the project, uh, her name got changed to uh, Sally and Sally, huh? Right, Sally, and then Kira. Yeah, Kira, okay, Kira. and then Echo, and finally they made their way around to Ray. Wow, is, what what a uh... is Winky another dog? Did he did he pick uh, another dog name for a character? Is that, is <laughs> like that, Chewbacca? Yeah, exactly. Is that what's happening here? Probably. Wow, we could have been watching Winky Skywalker by the end Winky of that. Sky- thing. Winky Palpatine. Well, well, yeah, Winky that's, Winky Palpatine. That's a funny that one. Is a cute Winky Palps. <laughs> so um, I I just Winky really <laughs> I shared yeah. those items to keep them out of Boo's hands for future. Installments of Naboo, but there, there was right. one other thing from these <laughs> books that I bitch. thought was interesting. Uh, we got a little bit of background material about Supreme Leader Snoke. One of the books says that Snoke is a strand cast. That's a term we heard in Mandalorian referring to a clone, an artificial genetic life form mm-hmm. constructed by Darth Sidious to be his proxy in power. According to the book, Snoke had free will, but all of his actions and goals came from Sidious. It also the book also mentions that Kylo Ren expected the voices that he heard in his head and after he killed Snoke, but they kept on talking to him, which uh-huh. led him on his journey to find Palpatine. And and I think that that concept of a story of Kylo going out and search for these voices for this malevolent force, I think that would be a very interesting story. To tell. Yes, yes, absolutely. That would be amazing. Disney Plus, here we come. Yeah. Yep. And so forever, that, that, you busy? That, that's this week in Star Wars. Wow, you uh, filled in like a champion. Well, I don't know about that. But you thanks. did. You always do. You always do. There was also this crazy Vader back to tank thing that an artist put up, right? You know, it's uh, it leaked out. It this is from Rogue One. This is what it's supposed to look like. If Vader, when you saw Vader in Rogue One, he was going to be in a back to tank, and then later on come out and do his little choke on you know, Krennic. Krennic. Mm-hmm. Be careful not to choke on your aspirations, director. Pretty cool there as well. There's some cool things that are leaking out here and there. Uh, yeah. Sometimes um, some of those artists, the concept artists, and even Phil Shostak, who, who writes the art of books, mm-hmm. they will put out things that haven't been in the books on their Instagram or their Twitters. And it's some really interesting. Cool, man. Thank or, you. Well, thank or, you, for you know. Those directors who get fired from Lucasfilm projects will uh, yeah that too leak things on their own right just because they're bitter. I'm surprised Lord and Miller haven't done anything. I mean, I, I still would love to see their stuff just yeah. to see what Lord and Miller cut. Yeah, the Lord and Miller cut. There it is. We started H- it on HBO Max. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. All right. Thank you, King Tom. Thank you for that wonderful this week in Star Wars. We're not finishing it there though because we have what everybody's here for this week. And nah, boo. 
I gotta tell you, this game isn't fun. I say that not with love, but with brutal honesty. <laughs> Boo, take it away. All right, and <laughs> you all back for the pain. So here we go. You ready for statement number one? Always. <laughs> there it is. Statement number one. Anthony Daniels once had a panic attack in the C-3PO suit. I, feel I lost. I forgot the O. Oh, no, you did. C-3P. Yeah, no wonder you had a panic attack. Yeah, uh, <laughs> suit, which you can actually see in the final cut of Jedi. Mm. Got the Jedi at the end of that, but that's fine. So, uh, statement number two. Slide number two. Yeah. Um, the tiny Polynesian island of Futahivi or Hiva. Whichever way you want to say Fatuhiva. Fatuhiva, whatever. Yeah. Uh, is accepting Star Wars coins in exchange for food, clothes, and other purchases. <laughs> and they're like actual like coins. It's actually pretty cool. Like Power of the Force coins? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. Your yeah. enthusiasm makes me feel like this is true. They have like color. Yeah. Your Naboo's already gone to shit. I'm sorry. Bro. I was excited. They're actually pretty cool coins. I would want some. Cricket. Yeah. Statement number so three. So now we're like in a true false statement because it's a 50 50. <laughs> the other two we have to answer, right? There's one way or the other, Naboo gets fucked up. <laughs> one way or the other. I got excited. Uh, statement number three. Uh, when Luke is uh, lighting his father's funeral pyre, the scene was filmed on Lucas's Skywalker Ranch in California. Oh, okay. Well, we know number two is true, which is amazing. I want to move there. Number one. Anthony Daniels once had a panic attack in the C-3PO suit, which you can actually see in the final cut. King Tom, eyes up. No, he's not cheating. Eyes up. He's I'm not, not cheating. That. How I dare know, you? I, I I how dare you? I, I can see Google in the in, in no, reflection you can't. from the glasses. No, you can't. He would not do that. I saw that. the G double O. <laughs> saw it. Statement number three. When Luke is lighting his father's funeral pyre, the scene was filmed on Lucas Skywalker Ranch in California, Northern California, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, King Tom, I will go with you. Oh, no, you're last. No, King Tom goes last. King I King should last. go last. Okay, because he knows it. He's very confident. I can tell. <laughs> I'm going to say that number three is Naboo. I'm going to say Anthony Daniels had a panic attack. Oh, wait a minute, though. It's on. You can see it on the final. That's statement number one. Statement number one is Naboo. I, I think maybe Anthony Daniels had a panic attack, but I don't think it's actually on film. It's not like when this this movie is Return of the Jedi, right? Mm Yeah, this is for Jedi. I saw a little panic attack in Phantom Menace when when he was three PO when he was naked. uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding, King Tom. (laughs) To agree with King Tom, when you can see his innards, it was like yeah. I'm gonna go agree with (laughs) you, Raj. Uh, Number one, yeah, I could see uh, that scene being filmed at Skywalker Ranch. Hmm. So it's not like number one would be like a Martin Sheen in Apocalypse Now. Or he had a mental breakdown. He just had a breakdown and he was drunk and Coppola decided to roll the film. So if you watch Apocalypse Now, the very beginning of Apocalypse Now is, and I think it's the director's cut, uh, the redo as they say. I don't know if it's in the original, but that scene is actually Martin Sheen having a nervous breakdown for real. Huh. Yeah. I did not know that. It's, an, it's a crazy, amazing scene. And he's so great in it. And you're like, what a great actor. Is well, he's not acting. Who? He actually slams his fist against the mirror, breaks the mirror, and looks at the blood. It's a crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a real deal. That actually happened. Documentary on Apocalypse Now, Heart of Darkness. Fantastic. You should check it out. Speaking of things that actually happened, I have read J.W. Rinsler's excellent making of Return of the Jedi book several times. Oh, here it several. is. Here it is. Several <laughs> times. And it only took him It only took him five minutes to read it all. 
several times. <laughs> it only took him a couple seconds to Google it. So right. Yeah. <laughs> In the scene on Java Sail Barge, when C-3PO is laying down and Salacious B. Crumb is pecking out his eyes, Anthony Daniels did have a nervous break. Oh, wow. Oh. The scene. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. That is one of the first things I learned from the book. Okay. So that is true. Book. Okay. Okay. So you're saying... Nabu is statement number three because it wasn't a Skywalker no, Ranch. No, I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm you're not, not saying that. that. No, okay. Okay. let the okay. man finish. Uh, the Darth Vader funeral pyre scene was filmed during pickup shooting in like January of 1983 in George Lucas's pool on Skywalker Ranch. No and it was shit. Raining I didn't that know that. Day. Wow. So, bo- so, so there's a, not a Nabu in this? <laughs> Boo, I, I, I think you're a wonderful bullshitter because I don't buy the coins thing at all, no matter how well you sold it. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, you're saying that he sold it. I sold coins to you guys. So what are we what are we going with? We're going with statement number two. You're going with statement number two. I'm going with statement number two. I'm going to say statement number one because he has some kind of bullshit thing that's going to pop <laughs> out here. It was technically it was diagnosed as a minor incident. <laughs> as a minor incident. <laughs> Paramedics weren't necessary. It was fine. He was okay. Actually, no, King Tom is correct. He's correct. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so, he did ah, have ah. a panic attack. You can actually, when yeah, his eye is being packed out, you can see, get me up. Get me yeah. up. He's actually he's like, saying, really? that's not in, not in character. He's saying, get me the fuck when up. he's going like this. Yeah, he's freaking out. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, once again, <laughs> George is like, all right, that works. I like that one. That's so, that good. is true. That is true. Lucas in the pool, Skywalker Ranch. That is true. Yes. So, you try to trick us with this <laughs> Polynesian bullshit. Yeah, but that is true as well. It's just what? the island. Wait, 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 wait. wait what's the going? island is wrong. The island is wrong. How would we know what island it I don't is? Give a fuck. I care. I don't give a damn. Supposed to know shit. <laughs> the coins are actually real though, and they're very cool. You should look it up. It's like the island of Niu or something like that. It's N I U E. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a public service announcement. May I, may I make a public service announcement? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> At Dear people point. of Polynesia, <laughs> please direct of all complaints to Boo. Again, right. yes. Fat you, Heva. Fat you, Heva. Fat you, Heva. Yes. Fat you, Heva. Yes. So we are supposed to know the name of the damn island. Okay, well, you could have just put Jibber Jabber Jones, and we, <laughs> the island of Jibber Jabber Jones, and we would have said, oh, okay, that sounds... Yeah, but know. I sold that shit. I got two of you the coins, didn't I? All the no. excitement. Oh. You, you didn't. You didn't, because they're all true. <laughs> Ish. Yes, <laughs> they're all true. Ish. Actually, you, you made up Fatuhiva? No, that's Sorry. actually a real Polynesian island. Oh, it is. Yes. I looked at Polynesian islands, okay. and that was one of them. That's the one that made me laugh. Listen, the name of the game should be na 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 boo because he's <laughs> legitimately no, it's just not bullshit. I said that before, and I'll say it again. Nah, and they were laughing at us, and he's just like na 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 na. So that's it. It's no longer na boo. It's gonna be all that. And I'm taking my ball, and I'm going home. <laughs> there it is, okay? man. That's fucking my dad, right. My dad could beat your dad up. Yeah, exactly. My dad's bigger than your dad. Right now. Hey. My dad has read the making of Return of the Jedi more times than your dad. <laughs> ah, I believe that. Oh Carlos, no! no. That's <laughs> why. That's Bullshit. why it's gonna be not a not a because you are masochistic. Dude. It's it's a You're good thing. Li- it's a good thing Eric's not here. Though. Yeah. He, yes. He, yeah. He's he's been saying you are a lucky son of a bee, Eric. Well, there you go. That was our not bullshit boo. Enjoy everybody, and that's our this week in Star Wars. All right. So, King Tom, again, thank you so much. Let's jump into some other stuff, Star Wars non related. 
we have an email from our buddy, our friend, Lumberjack Nick. Hey, y'all. October is here, which means it's time to dust off the VCR and watch some gritty 70s and 80s horror. I'm going to try and write in each week leading up to Halloween with a scary movie suggestion that y'all would like. The first one I'm going to suggest is Sleepaway Camp. I saw this movie for the first time last year. I heard somebody once say that after you see this movie, you can never stop talking about it. Mm -hmm. Nothing about this movie should work, but something, it falls together as well. Something, somehow, somehow. somehow. First off, it's not scary. It's shot like a 70s after school special. The Mm -hmm. kills are completely illogical. The characters are completely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Try for the rest of your life to connect the beginning of this movie with his ending and fail. You won't know if you're sure if the movie's theme is progressive or regressive. And then there's the ending, which unlike the rest of the movie, will give you nightmares for the rest of your life. What? I've never seen this. Sleepaway Camp gets Lumberjack acts of approval. Ooh, a must watch for anyone who likes 80s schlock horror. Schlock horror. You know what we're going to do right now? We're going to watch the trailer for Sleepaway Camp oh, right yes, now. Baby. Lumberjack Angela, Nip, we don't have a trailer Angela, trash this week. Angela. But we're going to watch. This is very fucking amped up today. I love it. Sleepaway What's Camp is a classic. Mode? It's horrible, but it is a classic, yes. Just off the cuff. Usually when we do this, we find some horrible shit. We're going to watch the Sleepaway Camp official trailer. 1983 horror movie. It gets the Lumberjack axe. Lumberjack Nick, we're doing this for you. So let's watch Sleepaway Camp. Official trailer. Dear Mom and Dad, I've been at a sleepaway camp for almost three weeks. And I'm getting very scared. (laughs) What the fuck is this? Welcome to sleepaway camp. Let's kill some kids. Someone is watching you. Oh, shit. Hell no. Hey, Baba, Reba. This is pretty much Friday 13th. Those are tidies. Is waiting for what the you. hell's happening? Oh no, that doesn't look good. <laughs> Someone wants to scare oh. you to death. Oh, oh. easy there. A straight psycho and a w- what is it? Turn the wheel! Oh my god! Sleep away, Ken. <laughs> you won't be coming home. <laughs> you won't be coming home. <laughs> I won't be watching that movie, I don't think. Uh, Holy mackerel. That was... It didn't look good. No. It looked like a B version of Friday the 13th. And Friday the 13th back in the day was pretty much a B version of itself. (laughs) Hey. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Thank you. We really appreciate that. Sleep Awake. And I'm definitely looking forward to your other films that you're going to be watching. I love that you're watching horror movies. Halloween's my favorite holiday of all time. Can't wait for it. And boo... What are you doing for Halloween? Are you doing anything scary? Because you love scary stuff. I though. hate scary shit. I am definitely, I might watch this movie. I don't know. Maybe because like slasher films are all right. I can deal with that. It's, you know, it is a slasher film. Definitely a slasher. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, the, the goriness is I'm like, oh my God, his head's gone. What that, it, I, I kind of dig that kind of shit. Lumberjack Nick called it a schlock horror. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I kind of dig those. I might check this out. But yeah. Uh, just depending on on your county's safety and your state's uh, safety regulations, uh, I might be giving out candy with a slingshot. Just saying, mm. some I, eyes might be missing. But that sounds like have a, candy. That sounds like a horror film in itself. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna take a kid out with some Smarties. That's fucking right. <laughs> right what, in the eye. Smarties are the worst. What's the worst? Smarties, are Smarties are candy are corn the is the worst. Wait, Smarties, Smarties are the ones good. that look like Molly, right? Yes. 
Yeah, they're Those the worst. They're the worst. No, they're good. Especially they're for good. somebody like you who loves candy. Did you just say Smarties look like Molly? Yeah, I did. They do. They, they do look. Like I mean, Molly. I've seen pictures of Molly on okay. the interweb. All right, Google Images. When you bought it, everybody at Rogers and Informant. Smarty Molly P and G. Informant. <laughs> no, when you were a kid, what was the best candy that you got trick or treating? Go ahead, King Tom. Or hundred grand. Hundred grand. Those were good. I'm not a big chocolate guy, though. I am. Okay. I love chocolate. All right. So All right. How about you, Boo? Oh, Snickers, hands down. Oh, they satisfy her. Especially <laughs> especially the little fun size mofos. That's like, uh, that's like a third of a Snickers. <laughs> Les, how about you? <laughs> well, obviously, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh. It, all of us know chocolate. that if you ever found a house that was giving us giving uh, full-size candy bars, that was a place to go to. Mm-hmm. My favorite Halloween treat was... Jose Feliciano's five dollar bill, and I will take that over any kind of fucking candy, even a hundred thousand grand. Oh, the life you've lived, Raj. <laughs> hey, don't and lived. and as a kid, do not blame me for going back, even though he was blind and he didn't know that we were going back there. Do not, do not, do <laughs> I not, forgot about do that. not get mad at me for being a child that needed an extra cash. Okay, key, but the key question is how many times? Uh, three times over? every year. Oh three my times. God, he could afford the fifteen dollars. How many years? He still goes. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm taking Malik this year. <laughs> oh my god! Parading your child. Hey, Felice Navidad, dude. Felice oh Navidad. my god! And light my fire. He made a lot of money on those. Love you, Felice. I mean, love you, Felice. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Felice. Love you, love you, Jose. What's his name? Jose Feliciano. Yeah. You said Jose Feliciano. Just like that's it. That's it. What do you do? Do you, do you have a nickname for him? Is that why <laughs> you call him Felicia? He was a very, he very, very kind, money. a very nice man. I think he's dead. I don't think he no, is. No, he, he's, I think he's, he's still not. alive. Okay, that's just, sorry. That's disrespectful. Sorry. Like, I apologize. I think. Crack team. 100% yeah. apologize. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look that up. Yeah, look yeah. that up, crack That's team. actually worth clickety-clacking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clickety-clackle. <laughs> right, last <laughs> things, right. And the verdict is? He, he's still alive. Yes. What is he, 84? 75. Wow, it's a young buck. Damn, I'm going back. Rush, I'm yeah. going back. <laughs> Elder abuse is in. Yeah, you're gonna take Malik and Malik's just be like, blah, 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 blah. he's gonna be like, here you go, bud. Yep, give me the five. Give me the five. Maybe he's got it up to ten bucks. Who knows? <laughs> Inflation. <laughs> Let's talk about reboots, remakes, and all that great stuff. Got a question for you guys. The others is getting rebooted. Deadline's reporting that Universal Pictures and Sentinet Entertainment are teaming up to develop a reboot of The Others. Others was a great film. It was a great film. Yes. But how are you rebooting? The question for me is, to all you guys, is it a good idea to reboot movies that has the ending that is such a surprise? The reason The Others and The Sixth Sense were so huge because the ending was so crazy and different and such a surprise. How are you going to reboot that? Are you going to give us the same ending? And why would the hell would I watch it? If I yeah, knew th- exactly, if I right. knew the ending of Sixth Sense, I wouldn't really think it's a big deal. If I knew the ending of the others, did you ever see the others? Hell no. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't know. You didn't either? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, I watched the it. reboot. Yeah, this was awesome. It was good, but I have, I agree with you, Roger. Yeah, yeah. No. The That's the like, ending the ending is very Sixth Sense ish. It shouldn't just be that. a reboot. It should just be they're making the movie. They're just they're just bringing a new movie. Right. Why are you rebooting the others? So I don't think it's a great idea. And that's uh, coming from Deadline. It's like rebooting the Crying Game. We know what happens at the end of the Crying Game, right? And that was such like, a big surprise. Yeah, you don't, you don't. 
you probably shouldn't do it. I mean, unless I mean, and then that's the other thing. What are they going to do? Make it a newer period piece? It's a period piece too. I mean, it is a period, period piece, piece, but it is. It is. It is based in Victorian times. Yes. 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 And it's yes. like it's a gothic kind of tale. So it's mm-hmm. like, what are they? Are they going to modernize it? I mean, the outcome I, I, is still I, those answers. Past. I don't know yet. I don't think they even know yet. But I, I just hope they don't go down this path of rebooting films that have these endings that everybody already knows. Right. I, I would say reboot it in another 15, maybe 20 years if you could, but it's still yeah, too I, close. Too, too new. Yeah. Guys, if you're looking for a new home, boo, if you want to buy a new home, Nerdist has discovered that the house of Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs I'm in. Is, on, is for sale. Is, is the well there? Is the hole? Yes, everything is there. The oh, property at wow. 8 Circle Street in Periopolis, Pennsylvania is now available for a two-acre property for only $298,000. I'm in. That much land and a decent house. And a great yeah. well. Yeah, exactly. And a great basement. Yeah. Does it Does it still have the... Uh... The, uh, the, uh, the, the rope going oh, down. Oh, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, is that what he says? Yeah. That horrible scene. It's <laughs> such a rough scene. Oh. I got to see an anniversary show of that at the Million Dollar Theater in downtown Los Angeles. And Jodie Foster came out and did a whole opening for us and talked about the film and all that stuff. Um, it was pretty cool. Did they serve uh, liver with a nice... They had liver. They didn't have the fava beans, but they had the liver on crackers. Ooh. I'm not a big liver guy. Speaking of other other homes, not necessarily for sale, but I saw on Twitter that the Amityville Horror House oh. is, has Halloween decorations. On. Oh my god! I think that's a little unnecessary. I think that everybody. Extra. Yeah, that's yeah. Extreme. Well, Halloween decorations like cutesy Halloween decorations are scary. Ones. Yeah, there's like some spider webs. Yeah. on the on the, uh, on the shrubs, and that like, makes me. And there's like some like little like uh, Grim oh, Reaper in the lawn or something like that. I'm like still. Nah. I remember reading that book as a kid, and the book had the flies on it. They had flies on the book. It was, it was awful. I don't know why. I, I read it because my brother had it. It was I don't know. I just remember flies. Playboy was stuck in, in between the pages. Is that why? <laughs> Playboys were in the Thunderbird on their my passenger seat in my dad's car. I remember that. Pages were stuck together? Uh, they weren't stuck together. No. Oh, After I was done with them, they were. Yes. <laughs> Gentlemen. Just kidding. You like to eat ice cream while he was reading the book. You're reading the article. Was, I was eating ice cream last. Get your head out of the, the gutter. Yeah, it was like hot summer. It was a hot summer. And that I don't have AC in the garage. No. Let me tell you a story about that Thunderbird. Oh, How about no. you don't? Oh, wait. No, no, no. Yeah. This yeah. is a legit and it ties back to Star Wars. Let me tell you why. When I was about seven years old, my dad had a very sweet, like 1967 Thunderbird classic. Very nice car. Very beautiful car where, the, if I remember correctly, the steering wheel actually moved to the center of the vehicle if you wanted to. It like actually moved to the right, which was really trippy. Maybe I was, maybe I'm dreaming about that part. The paint what do you was, do with, what did the pedals do? Uh, the pedals also moved with you. It was definitely a dream, King Tom. The paint, though, was very beautiful and sparkly. And it has a special, amazing paint job that it came original. Well, I decided one day that my land speeder. My Star Wars land speeder needed to be black. The entire thing. Not brown. The entire thing needed to be black. So I went and painted my land speeder with a spray paint can and it went back up, saw it. Oh, this is really cool. I got a black land speeder. Nobody else has one. My dad gets home and it goes in the garage and he starts yelling and screaming because the side, the entire side of his door was black. <laughs> when I was a kid, I sprayed. With a land speeder, with a land speeder cut out. He's like, what the fuck is I that? I sprayed 
in the air, the whole thing black, not thinking that the overspray would be landing on the car. And I ruined the original paint job that was not for me for a while. So there's my Thunderbird story. Moving on, Mad they, Max. They say kids are great. Have kids. <laughs> yeah, they, they're wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure my dad wasn't happy about that. Mad Max prequel casting. George Miller has tapped Anya Taylor-Joy, who I believe is in New Mutants, correct? Yes, yes. she's magic. Jane Austen's Emma also. Oh, that Jane Austen. She's in Split. She is in Split. You guys might have seen her in Split. Uh, well, who does she play in New Mutants? Magic. You're magic. Chris Hemsworth and Yaha Abdul-Mateen II yeah. to star in Furioso. I've, I've never seen Mad Max, by the way, the new one. <gasps> you need an A. You, you fucked up. You have a, you have you a home a theater. Guy. You are a film guy. Yeah, that I is a movie. That. Have you seen a King Tom? No. Have you seen Mad Max? You haven't seen either. I know I'm going to get shit for it because it's supposed to be pretty amazing. You have a home theater right here know. on this adjacent wall. I know. I need to see it. You should watch it. Crank it. that shit up. Yeah. You well, should see it just for the doof warrior. That's it. That's all I'm going to tell you. Just for that guy alone, dude. Well, Furioso, the prequel movie based on Charlize Theron's in Proper Furioso character from 2015's Mad Max Fury Road. So they have tapped some really good actors here. She's cool. She was great in Split and obviously Chris Hemsworth. That's a big one there. And I don't know Yaha. Yeah, you do. You know who he is. Yeah, yeah. Abdul. Oh, oh, wait a minute. He's Dr. Manhattan. He's Do- he Dr. Manhattan. Watchmen. Oh, yes. Very... He was uh, Black Manta. In our... He was Black Manta. Oh, great casting. This is this sounds amazing. This sounds really good. He was in a great episode of Black Mirror with um, Anthony Mackie. Okay. Great. Oh, that's right. Great, 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 great. Amazing. Well, this is interesting for you guys who have seen the film. You very interested in this? I know Charlize Theron was really, really bummed out that she couldn't be in this, but they're going very young, evidently. Well, they have to because if I'm not mistaken, if, that, if they cast Chris Hemsworth, he could be Immortan Joe. Mm-hmm. It could be like a, it could be early on, which yeah. would be great. But very interesting. Great casting, like I said before. Coming to America too. We've talked about this multiple times on this podcast. Unfortunately, it's making its way, looks like, to Amazon Studios. I mean, unfortunately for me, because I would love to have seen this in a movie theater. The long anticipated sequel to the Eddie Murphy classic is in the process of being sold by distributor Paramount Pictures to Amazon Studios in a deal worth roughly $125 million. Then this is coming from Variety as well. The expected streaming premiere date is December 18th, sources added. Final details are being hammered out, sources said, including two complex consumer marketing tie-ins with McDonald's and the whiskey brand Crown Royal. So that already has me going with uh, the McDowell's and McDonald's. It's going to be really cool, Big man. In the Big Mac? Yeah, it's going to be really good. They're probably going to call it the Big Mick for a good run of time. That would be yeah, super cool. I'll go McDonald's buy a fucking been on Big Mac. Tear with their marketing of, of their meals lately. They, they had Travis Scott's uh, meal, right, or something like J, that. J Balvin too. So. J Balvin, yeah. So they're, they're doing. Yeah, they're on it. So coming to America too. I cannot wait for this. This was one of my favorite movies as a kid. So is it, would it be the Big Akeem meal? Oh, <laughs> it, or the Big Mick? I just think it is going to be the Big Mick. Yeah, cannot wait for that. Some so, golden arcs fries. <laughs> we talked about earlier that we're going to talk about a Disney restructuring thing. So Disney surprised much of Hollywood, and this comes from Variety as well. I was on a Variety kick Monday afternoon when they announced a massive corporate restructuring effort that's set to unify all facets of its entertainment business under one roof, as Disney chief Bob Chapek suggested. It's all in an effort to place an increased focus on the company's streaming platforms as uncertainty continues to spread throughout the theater industry in a post-COVID world. 
they're going to go all in on streaming, right? So Disney Plus is what they're going to be focusing on for a while. I wonder if, King Tom, what do you think? Do you think this this delays any of the Star Wars films that we're anticipating? I think Boo said something earlier about how what they're going to be focusing on for theatrical is the big things they know that will make money. And considering Hmm. that we don't have a Star Wars movie scheduled to be released until December 2022, I think it's a safe bet to say at least Star Wars might remain the same. Might be safe. But I think we we are going to see a lot of projects either shift to a a feature film being released on Disney Plus or something that was supposed to be a feature film changed to a miniseries or a, a Disney Plus series. Hmm. This is, you know, they say it's in response to COVID and, and and I don't doubt that. But at the same time, I think that this is a move that was, they were a few years away from making this any. Hmm. Okay. You think that it and, was going that way? I think that, you know, I think it was going that way considering I, after reading this article, I tweeted something because they're, they're making a special investors call in December to announce this and looking forward to listening to that one because that's where we learn a lot of these things and in the last investors call they overemphasized how much streaming was going to be a part of the picture for the future Uh uh-huh and i think because they have things like the volume i think they're going to be looking at making productions a lot cheaper because if you have the volume you don't always have to go to location oh yeah i think we're going to see a lot of things you know, they're still going to put money into some of these projects, but maybe not as much. Right. Or they're going to really look at where they spend it. Yeah. Or, and maybe the quality and the amount of uh, budget is going to be a lot higher for the streaming shows like they did with The Mandalorian. Maybe everything even is going to be at this rate. Right. They're not spending the, money on movies. Right. The, the one thing I do wonder, because they make the money from Disney Plus through subscriptions, and- it kind of goes up and down, but when they first rolled out Disney Plus, they had a lot of deals. I know Verizon was one um, where if you signed up, you got a year free. So right. there are people who have it who their their first bill is going to be coming due in a month or two. And I wonder if there's enough content on there for those people to re-up. Because mm. in a way, that could, be, that could mean a decent amount of money for them, but at the same time... They're going to have to keep putting out stuff that make it that to the people who aren't like us that makes it worth subscribing to. Right, that makes total sense. This whole thing is going to be a lot different when we get out of this thing. Knock on wood. Hopefully, sooner than later. But everything is going to change, and everything's going to be different. Thank God we have the Mandalorian and Andor mm-hmm. and Kenobi. You have one division. Yeah, exactly. And one division. November twenty seventh. Wait, Marvel's making things this year. Yeah. 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 <sighs> That's going to be a game changer. It's supposed to be nuts. We'll end this with an email from The Shonk. I'm calling him The Shonk from now on. Dear Sith listeners, out of the MCU movies that have multiple installments, which ones have the most rewatchability for you? I'm talking Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, The Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man, Spider-Man. If you wanted to rewatch any of those, which ones do you gravitate to? As much as I love The Avengers movies, my pick would be Captain America. I feel like all of the movies are good, but more importantly, they each have a different vibe. First Avenger is a pulp World War II movie. Winter Soldier is an espionage-flavored flick, and Civil War is a straight-up superhero action movie. Not to mention that the fight scenes are badass. What are your picks? Thanks, The Shonk. Shonk, 
Thank you so much. This is a great question because we don't have a lot of comic book TV movie news. I am going to be exactly like you. First Avenger, anytime it's on, I put it on. It's my favorite Marvel movie of all time. Love that damn movie. And I think after that, the first Iron Man's fantastic. Homecoming is great. And Endgame is, you know, the game changer. No pun intended. I wonder if Civil War is allowed under these rules because mm. that's an Avengers movie. Yeah, it is. Event. Yeah, but you're right. I, I wouldn't I, I, I wouldn't pick that. I, I really like that movie and I love most of the Marvel movies. My picks would probably be Guardians of the Galaxy 2 uh, because it's it's just a roller. It's got humor. It's got action and it has mm-hmm. a ton of heart. And I, I love that movie. I remember it, when you got out of that movie, you were so excited and you're so happy. Yeah, that's it, so cool. Yeah. And I remember calling you on the way. Yeah. Home from yeah, there. that's right. Uh, either that or either of the two Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. I can't say enough good things about those movies. So, and then there are things that, you know, I'll watch, I'll, I, I watch Captain Marvel with my daughter. Sometimes that's fun. It's a fun movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Well, I can uh, rewatch any of them, but those would be my four. I love what time frame that it's set in. Yeah. I love everything about it. It's so great. How about you, uh, boo? Uh, yeah, I, I would have to agree. Winter soldier. Anytime it's on like, fuck yeah. And especially something else that really catches me with that movie is, I guess, it, the soundtrack or you know the ambient noise. There's mm-hmm. a like a Wonder Woman esque uh, background music, like when he's running through the hallway chasing down the Winter Soldier for the mm-hmm. first time. There's a song or something in the background. Every time I'm here, I'm like, oh shit, this is awesome. Pumps you up. Yes, exactly. And then the first and second Avengers movies, anytime they're on, I. You know, just love to watch them. And then I would say if I had to pick like a fourth one, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like oh, one. wow. You really like that, that one? That one's fucking funny. It is a good it one. Is. It is. Funny. Ant-Man's funny too. Oh, way. yeah. I, I But I actually like Ant-Man and the Wasp better. better? I think adding adding the, the characters and everything else, the bad guy is rather awesome, but you feel for her. Yeah, she's cool. Uh, yeah. And all the characters, like uh, what's his name? Uh, Goggins being the, like, the, <laughs> the gangster. He's mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. Yeah. And actually like Michael Pena's character in the second one when I didn't like him in the first one. Oh, okay. Plus the, his little, uh, his, his little company, you know, the security. Oh yeah. Company. Right. Right. Baba right. Yaga. Yeah. Baba Oh, so funny. That is a great movie. How about you, Les? Well, I agree with King Tom. I could watch all of them at any time. I like them all. I like everything. Even, even dark world. Uh, I, yeah, I'd watched now. Listen, Iron Man three, <laughs> There are there are exceptions. moments. Moments. There are some some uh, hiccups along the <laughs> way of this ride here. Sure. Um, you know it's it's just weird because you start thinking how how old all of some of some of them are. Mm-hmm. Right. You know because watching now I I and and I think sometimes the newer they are the fresher they are in my mind to be able to rewatch. So obviously mm-hmm. I'm always watching Infinity War and Endgame. I do agree that that Civil War is an Avengers movie, but guys civil war awesome. made the game it changed mm-hmm. the game you have to remember yeah. there are all these things that came along as we've been watching these comic book movies that push you know they they move the goalposts or not even that they just basically say here's the bar we'll shoot we'll just ding it up even further you know they're, they're always constantly raising the bar and civil war has to be that movie that it gave us Black Panther and it brought Spider-Man home. Well, and it brought like, that whole massive amount of characters on screen at once. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. that too. But ultimately Spider-Man came home. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man came home 
And it, I'm getting goosebumps now just remembering mm-hmm. the hype that it was. And you start just remembering the different banter. And as, you know, when Cap and, and Black Panther, when Cap and T'Challa first clash, and they're like, you know, they're going move for move. And then at some point they test each other's strength. And, you know, and, and Captain says, he's not all there. And he's like, I don't care. You know, yeah. T'Challa's like, I don't care. And yeah, he, the, the steely look in Chadwick Boseman's face, yep. just you know, you gotta go. Oh man, this is this is fucking awesome. And it, I mean, first Avenger, yes, move the, you know, and and let's be honest here, Captain America's trilogy is probably the best out of all of them. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, safe to say it's the best yeah. out of all of them. Absolutely, even, even though Ragnarok definitely saved the Thor. Yeah. How the fuck did I miss Ragnarok? Well, they have so many great films, man. It's mm-hmm. they're all I mean, great. even yeah. though Ra- no, and Ragnarok, and, and and you know what? It's it's just like The Godfather for me. It's mm-hmm. just like you know when if I'm sweeping or cleaning up, and you know if it's Godfather on, you on watch TV, it. It's yep. on. Civil War is on. It's on. And as far as like you know, actively going back though, for me personally, it's always going to be uh, Infinity War and Endgame because. Mm-hmm. You just, I, for me, it's just, okay, now I can just roll straight into it, you know, and just go from this one. I'll usually watch one, one day, and then like two days later, I'll watch the other one because I don't have the stamina for. And those were events, man. They weren't just movies. Yeah, those exactly. were events. Those were like Super Bowls of. But like, hey, you know, it's fandom. also expanded too. I definitely go into the, to the Christopher Nolan Batman universe too. So I can watch any of them. Well, yeah, if we're going to go to DC, King Tom's going to have a ton of them. Hey, we, can't, I, we don't have time for the, all like that. I like comic book movies. So even the Blade trilogy works for me. Every time somebody says Blade on this podcast, this happens. Okay, we're back. You can't hate on it. Don't don't hate on the Blade I, trilogy. No, I'm not hating on the Blade trilogy. I'm just saying that this, the theme song has to come on every time somebody says Blade <laughs> on this podcast. That, that sounded like rawhide. I don't know what that was. That oh, just came out of your mouth. Rawhide. Great. Well, that was a great question, Sean. And I appreciate it because we didn't have a lot. I do want to end this podcast saying if you are a Chadwick Boseman fan and if you're not, then you're crazy. They've been doing a great tribute to him. Marvel Comics has. I know King Tom bought a couple of them. And they've been putting up some really cool, like, um, I don't know, man. It's kind of They're like. paying respects to him. Yeah, paying respects yeah. to him. They have like a header on there on the very top. Uh, some cool stuff to in tribute to him. Which is, I thought was really cool. The the first week they were doing it was just the header, but then these last two weeks they've had essays and then the back pages have oh, also been oh. uh, like drawings of him. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's great. Oh, fantastic. He deserves it. Absolutely. All right, guys. I think that wraps up this week's Sith List. Mr. Tom Chansky, where can people find you? Exchanging my Star Wars memorabilia for goods and services in Polynesia. <laughs> on Twitter at Tom Chansky and then on Patreon shows for uh, Blue Harvest, The Bad Motivators, and Steel Wars. There it is. Missed and they're all on the Tom Chansky Podcast Network. Alliance. They're all on the podcast alliance of Tom Chansky, king of all pods. Mr. Eric Strath. Eric Struthers. Mr. Carlos Borgueo, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. And looking up some bullshit stuff for Naboo. Mr. Making up is the key word. <laughs> Mr. Less is more. Gonzalez is crunching on his crunch crunch. Where laptop. can people find you? Yes. <laughs> Clickety clackety on his laptop. <laughs> you can find me hat chewing all over the place. Do you uh, say hat chew or at chew? 
Hachuin, Hachuin, all that, whatever you sneeze. <laughs> I don't know what that last part was. People, but it was hey, there's people that go, oh, oh there's people body. that are like, it's yo, a, yeah. it's a wreck when you sneeze. Uh, yeah. Why does it hurt when you sneeze and fart at the same time? Why does it hurt? <laughs> That's because it was a violent physical. Because your body's being pulled in two opposite directions. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it hurts for everybody else, too. It's not just me, right? The yeah. streams there. Yeah. 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 There's, there's a break in the space-time continuum right there in the middle of your body. You're like, what just happened? Doc Brown's going to come out. Yeah. Your, cho- your chakras <laughs> definitely didn't align. They just That's right. Uh, it's the worst. It's like the worst the feeling. Wind. Great Scott, that it's hurt. Come out of my ass. Yeah. Marty. Uh, Marty. 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 That hurt. Yeah. Marty, I just did a toot toot. No, but you can find me on Twitter at lessismore78. Lessismore's what? What was that last part, dude? I thought I heard 17. I've been told that my D's and my T's sound the same, so I said 78. You've been told that your D's are small? What did you just say? Yeah. And you can find me at the Sith List on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening to us, even though we didn't have Mr. Eric Struthers here. Um, We really appreciate it. Catch us on next week where we're going to have Mr. Eric Struthers with us, and we will be a full team once again on episode number 220. Holy hell. The Alliance will be back. Of the Sith list.
gonna have to edit. No, it's okay. I'll edit. I can still edit. I've edited video too now. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, I have to take all the yawns out from this guy over here to my right. Okay, what's him, him and his uh, <laughs> the ball scratch too. Okay. <laughs> At least I'm not like. Uh, well, why do you think I made this thing so we won't know that he's ball scratching down there? <laughs> I haven't scratched my nuts in weeks. <laughs> you can go to town now, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just go. I'm so glad I'm not there. Uh, <laughs> You're so mixing up. So glad I am not there, man. All right, on three. Go ahead. You, you got it, King Tom? Yeah, okay. Uh, three, uh, two, one. Yeah, one, one, two, three. I do that. <laughs> three, <laughs> two. I'm the captain now. Oh, God, the power's gone to his head. You go ahead, King Tom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one.